Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On your back. That was beautiful. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> okay, thank you so much for that. You know, I'm beautiful. remixing it. I'm thinking maybe it'll be more of an R&B soul, like a hip-hop yes. soul. I'm going to call Mary J. Blige up. When is your mixtape coming out? Crispy chicken, fresh lettuce. Okay, bitch, you don't have to break out. up that old shit. Maybe the fall. <laughs> um, hello, everyone. I'm that... Gat toting pistol holding nigga on your damn street. <laughs> and I am Madeline. And this is the read. Yes. <sighs> Good spirits today. Yes, feeling amazing. And it's been warm for two days. Like it's been over fifty degrees for two consecutive days. So these hoes is out here in skirts split up to the thighs and, and sandals. I'm not mad celebrating and shit. Y'all ain't that goddamn warm, but thank God. If you want to go out and nothing but your panty liners today, <laughs> bitch. Then you go ahead and do you, sweetheart. Oh, hell no, bitch. (laughs) When I went outside yesterday, it was 64 degrees. All I had on was a hoodie. And I said, you know what? God, thank you. (laughs) Yes. And I've heard that there's going to be a snowstorm or some weather, some winter shit that's coming back around in a second. But for these 64 degrees on today, God, I am grateful. And you need to know that. Absolutely. So let's dive right on in to the hot topics this week. Great. Can't wait. So excited. (laughs) (laughs) Frank Ocean versus Chipotle. Now, mm. if you haven't heard, and that is probably a very interesting little moment for you, um, Frank Ocean is being sued by Chipotle, which I didn't know that they make organic Mexican food. I didn't either. Thought it was just a whole bunch of guacamole and corn and shit, bitch. Basically. But okay, sure. I'm running with that. <laughs> Frank Ocean was sued by Chipotle because... He was going going to sing in one of their commercials, and then he backed out because he didn't want for them to have the Chipotle logo in the commercial, which is hilarious. I just... Because it's like, look, I'm willing to do this shit, but... No one, I don't want anyone to know. It was like you. all that hippie <laughs> shit, like sustainability and everything. So he was just like, it, all that is great. Yeah. Just as long as you don't put the Chipotle logo on it. But like, nigga, why would they do a commercial? Why would we not put our logo in our commercial? So we're just going to put a random ad out for like. No, Francis. Organic avocados or something like, girl. Francis, <laughs> why would we not put our logo in our commercial sweetie doesn't make any sense right like i understand frank's whole artistic thing like you know he doesn't want to be i totally get I it i get it but girl to ask this company like to really expect this company to not put their logo on the commercial much. is funny to me i mean you could just be like you know what i didn't really want to do no damn chipotle commercial, right though. but they were like 
really just asking for the money back. Apparently, he was supposed to get close to like $500,000 for the commercial, and they paid him $212,000. And they paid him a lot. Okay. And. <laughs> <laughs> $212,500 is what they paid him. He put it on a chase check and sent it right back to them with the memo, fuck off. And I put love that it. shit on Tumblr. And that I, I do love. died. <laughs> because, I mean, it just seemed to me like when the whole lawsuit first came out, like, why is this even a thing? Shouldn't y'all be able to handle this over email? Like, you were supposed to do the commercial. You didn't do the commercial. Like he had a problem giving you right. Money, I mean, I don't. I really find it hard to believe that Frank Ocean had to go around asking niggas for this two hundred and twelve thousand dollars. Like it seems to me, he could just walk into any bank and be like, "So, I really just need for you to put this on the cashier's check." <laughs> right, and that's the, the end of it. Here. So, I mean, I, I I almost felt like Chipotle filing the lawsuit was them way, their way of like getting attention for whatever it is they're doing. Their whole seems about right. Maybe. Healthy bullshit or whatever. Who knows? I've told y'all before, and I'll say it the fuck again. I don't see what the hype is in Chipotle. Sorry. It's cute. Every now and then, you know, friends are at Chipotle, and I'm hungry, too. I might go ahead and get something. But all of... It's like... It's like Starbucks. Like, I just... Yeah. Like, I don't understand, like, the obsession over it. I and no shade. I mean, it's not like it I tastes bad. Here. I really... I've, I used to really fuck with Chipotle, and now I just really don't eat so much of it but i'm also doing this whole clean eating thing where Let's you know eating like whole real foods friend hey friend hey.com our friend friend has finally like gotten <sighs> through my head i yes and like following her for years i'm finally starting to listen to the shit she says so i'm eating like she real food now she makes her own chapstick she makes her She's own like, milk <laughs> like what like she'd be like all you have to do is grind up these almonds and boil them a little bit and then put them in this cheesecloth and squeeze it and seven days later you got six quarts of almond milk like Fran what like it can't be that easy she just makes everything seem so like just wonderful and organic and very easy and natural and gorgeous I will save my opinion on this whole clean eating dieting bullshit (laughs) for another moment maybe for a video or for angryoptimist.com but trust and believe I have plenty to say about that garbage it's anyway. a transition. Yeah. It is. And it's not an easy one. At all. And I, anyway, back to the story. I'm always on Frank Have Ocean's side. Have you actually side, seen so. the commercial? Um, they replaced yeah, they her had with some girl. Fiona Apple. Yeah, Fiona Apple. And I actually, like, if he would have done it, it's not, it's, okay, so actually they're doing like a an app, like a Scarecrow app, and there's like, the commercial itself was very like Toy Story 3. It was very sad. It was like a Scarecrow, this animated Scarecrow witnessing like... A bunch of cows being prepared for slaughter. Right. It was like sad and weird and dark. <laughs> and it was like, I guess it's like a game that's supposed to inspire people to eat organic food and okay. support organic farming or something like that. But the song itself was like, I thought that it was pretty. And if he would have mm-hmm. sung it, it was um, pure imagination from fucking Willy Wonka. Anyway. Yeah. And I would have actually liked to hear him sing it. But Me I too. totally like, I mean, I get it. I get it's it. Fine. Especially when, as an artist, when you've made it to a certain point, then if you don't want to do it, then you're just not going to do it. I mean, if it. you're just freely writing songs for like Beyonce, Jay-Z and whomever the fuck else. Right. It's like, girl, if you want this 200 grand back here. And, and Frank was straight up like, girl, take your little stank ass money. Like, here Anybody go your check, you. bitch. I don't care. So. Anyway, Frank, I love you. I miss you. Call me. Um, no more. Mm, never mind. Mm, mm, you mm. sound upset about it. And it's no, fine. I don't. I just had a remark and then I chose not to make it. That 
is fine. It is. Paula Patton and Robin Thicke spent some time together again recently for his birthday. The two of them and the children. Well, the child. <laughs> went out, I don't know, bowling or they, they picked flowers. I don't know what the fuck these niggas did. But they went together and, you know, made sure that the paparazzi were there to take photographs, you know. Yeah. Robin has been singing a whole bunch of Al Green and shit at his damn shows and talking about how he much, whatever. He's yeah. been going through it, apparently. For some reason, I don't feel like these people, like, I know Robin Thicke and Paula Patton are famous, but I don't feel like they're famous enough for all this, like, media attention around them getting a I've divorce. actually always really liked their relationship until it started to get greasy. <laughs> it just <laughs> seems so... Weird. Paula Patton just always seems so out of it and just not even really present with everybody. Like not always. I feel like that's been like over the past few years. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Like yeah, recently. Okay, yeah, and yeah. it just doesn't seem like like why is there so much attention focused on this? They've breakup? been together for so long. Yeah, they have. Like, and that's another thing. Like, y'all done made it through all kind of shit. And then what, Miley Cyrus? And her nasty ass tongue at the VMAs and That'll do it. Here you go, bitch. Not even she don't spring even brush yet. It. And she don't even brush it not even at her own damn shows i reblogged a picture on tumblr the other day when somebody had I like a picture of her from one of her shows she had that damn tongue out as usual it's one thing to put it out but girl why don't you wash it just brush it it's just so it's coded in why y'all know your they breath even thing make special brushes for they your make tongue. scrapers and it, they will like it's just i don't want to there's no excuse i don't it's like i'm really puzzled by this as a child my mother would inspect my mouth after i brushed my teeth like <laughs> let me see what you did were you in there bullshitting or, or was right, you in like, there the hell? focused on your dental health bitch and like, you'll get your ass whooped if you was in there bullshitting <laughs> so Come you was on. in there running my water wasting my water squeezing toothpaste out like you was really about to do something and mouth just nasty like miley just cyrus filthy. i really need you to brush your fucking tongue anyway all of this screams um publicist yeah and either way i don't really think that i care enough if they get back together fantastic i was gonna say watch there be some magic reconciliation in the next few weeks and then paula will have her next movie presented by don't do this coming out right after it <laughs> I like them together. I really hope that Robin will stop being so, like, fattening. Like, he's just, <laughs> this is something, like... What? He just makes me think of, like... like he just looks like something that's bad for you. He just makes me think of, like, those greasy brown bags that you put, like, a cheesesteak in. Mm. Like, not the delicious food, but yeah, the greasy bag. But the greasy bag, like... Mm. And I just hope that he can soak up that grease. <laughs> And do it for the kids. Right. And because I think that they're adorable together. Anyway, another couple that's no longer together that, duh. Um, <laughs> the way that I construct these sentences. I love it. Chris Brown and um, Karucha E broke up. Um, oh, well. Yeah. Um, she tweeted that she's not dating anyone. And he tweeted that she will always have his heart or whatever, his allowance. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Girl, Karuchi and Chris Brown. Okay. Did she I have don't... to leave his ass while he was in rehab? Damn. I mean, shit. Well, Fuck. maybe. Uh, shit. I don't know. Maybe he broke up with maybe rehab. Sure, maybe being off them care. drugs for long enough. <laughs> shit. You the one who brought it up. I'm really trying to. I mean, like, we got to talk about something. Have an opinion about these people, but hell, if you don't care, I don't. Lord knows. I mean. I would again like for who Chris are Brown. you talking to? I want to know. No, I'm texting our guest. Oh, okay. Um, I hope that Chris Brown gets out of rehab, and you know, I want for these niggas to be happy. I really don't hate people that much. 
Like, yeah. none of these famous. I'll talk shit about these motherfuckers all day long. But I mean, like, Chris Brown has been bruised, battered, and he set most of those up himself. Yeah. But, you know, at the very least, even if he never releases another fucking album, I hope he finds some damn peace. And, you know, <laughs> this may have just been her breaking point. She's about <laughs> to go listen to some Carrie Hilson and they, oh, you know, that bitch is newly single, too. So everybody, you know. I remember Karuchi had like a clothing line coming out maybe or it's a but that clothing line was supposed to be with him oh like I think they mm-hmm. were partnered in that and so I'm sure that made like some complicated sh- I don't right. know and then that was delayed a ton of times anyway but right. it looked like t-shirts or some shit yeah. yeah okay well good luck to the both of you Karuchi is not all I know oh is Karuchi from the times that I was calling your ass fucking kettle corn and Crash Bandicoot and Cabbage Patchy. Karma Click Clat. All of the time that I was making fun of your name, I also tried to tell you to milk this shit for all that it was. I mean, you know, she had like a little spot on Karma Loop and mm-hmm. she's hosted parties and she probably hosts some more parties from here on it. But I don't know this girl. She seems like she's very nice and maybe all she wants out of life is... I don't know, Chuck Taylor's. I don't know what. Or these 15 minutes of fame. I hope she enjoys it. Yeah, maybe she doesn't want to be famous. Maybe she's going to I mean, I cannot blame her. Like, (laughs) fame is garbage. I don't blame her at all for not wanting to be famous. Well, you rose to fade him. When you rose to fade him. (laughs) Yes. When you rose to fame (laughs) by being this particular guy's girlfriend, you had to know that people, you know, it was going to be messy. It yeah. didn't help that he left her ass for his ex-girlfriend. Come on. Like, it didn't help that he sat there and embarrassed you multiple times. Like, it just, that whole Chris Brown, Rihanna, Carucci thing. I'm sure in a few years, they're all going to look back on that like, wow, when I was younger, I really should have sat the fuck down somewhere. Like, I caused a lot of mess for myself for absolutely no reason. Look so, at the tattoo on your hand. Good. <sighs> just look at it. I remember when she got that to it. Wait, was that was that her or him? Which one of them got that? They both got like these Chinese right, tattoos. Like, he got like a Komodo dragon. No, or some he got shit. a dr- she got a dragon on her hand, and yeah. he got whatever his sign is—a snake or some shit somewhere else. And it was just like <sighs> you, young people. Hmm. But you know what? You've got way more money than me, and tons <laughs> of opportunities. And as long as everyone is happy, she's here strolling through New York with her Starbucks. And, Good. You know, hanging out and you know maybe the breakup is mutual and everybody's happy i don't know these niggas so whatever okay well good luck to her then floyd mayweather this story is interesting is all fuck but it's also on tmz so it's probably a lie okay um floyd mayweather apparently was he orchestrated an attack on two of his employees i'm using the what? fingers Probably some niggas in his entourage. You know, like, <laughs> Floyd Mayweather, isn't he the one with the money team? Yeah. Where he hangs out with fucking Justin Bieber. And, he really is the money team, though. Floyd Mayweather like, is rich as fuck. Oh, like, I'm not doubting it. But he always has the money team with these weird, like, O-Town and fucking big-time rush. I mean, but putting rush a hit out on somebody weird... sounds like a tiny Well, apparently, like, the story goes that um, some of his jewelry went missing, and he... I guess assumed that it was two of these people in his entourage or his employees or whatever. Then <laughs> so he contacted these people and told them to meet Floyd at an offsite location. Floyd was probably sitting up there like double dragon or some motherfucking super Nintendo game <laughs> with some chains wrapped around both wrists 
And I had a whole bunch of niggas, Terry Crews size niggas behind him. They said they beat the dog shit out of wow. these motherfuckers. So bad that they almost died. Jesus. One source, which I imagine is, I don't know, Winnie the Pooh or something. Just anybody, bitch, whoever. Like whoever the fuck. TMZ made up. Like, granny said it was some breaking bad shit. So that was, you know, fun for the story. Ugh, I guess. Now they're saying he um, is being investigated for attempted murder, mayhem, kidnapping, and a whole bunch of other things. Damn! The victims got a lawyer. But again, this is just a story that I read on TMZ. Obviously, you know, more is to come and we'll see what happens. He's probably going to get away with it, even if he did do it. Yeah. But there's no saying whether or not he did. So, I don't know. I just thought that was a very interesting story. Can you imagine Floyd Mayweather, like, hiring a bunch of, like, brolic, nini leak size niggas to come and, like, fight some niggas that stuff? But, I mean, yes, listen. actually. <laughs> I actually can completely yeah. picture this. Like, even though it may be a lie because TMZ is full of lies all the time, I actually do think it could happen. Yeah, like, I'm not saying it's that not outside it. the realm of reality at all. You looking at Floyd Mayweather like, yep, that nigga absolutely would call some goons to go beat up somebody else. Like, absolutely right. I mean, he can't do it himself. And you, and that's the thing, Floyd Mayweather got to know that he could whoop anybody's anybody's ass. ass. <laughs> like, it's not a nigga he come across that he can't take. But he just can't fight you unless, you know, he is getting paid millions of dollars to do it. <laughs> so, yeah. So he had to call in his partners and they, I mean, you know what? I really do completely. Yeah. Floyd, mm, yes. Yes. I don't, I'm not fighting right. the scenario. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just saying I don't know whether or not right. it's true. Um, but you know, he better just be careful. Look at Remy Ma. Somebody stole shit from Remy Good Ma. She night. shot that bitch in the stomach. And is still in prison. You and I think that I may have been in high school. No, I was definitely. It was like a freshman in college when she shot that girl. Good God. My God. Anyway, so. How come is, why is it the female rappers who get in trouble for shit and the male ones? That's like, a very like great real, question. Real ass trouble, but the male ones, good God. Like, you know how often them niggas got to fuck up? Look, him sat on a day, sat in front of a jury and did not snitch. And they said, look, bitch. Yep. Cop. Yep. Prepare all of your shit. You can have all the cup of noodles that you want now, <laughs> but you gone down. I know a lot of people who still respect Kim, even if they don't recognize her anymore. They still respect her for at least that one moment in time. <laughs> when she was like, snitch. bitch, I'm not going to snitch, though. So Anyway, so speaking of niggas um, and their legal troubles, or, well, it's not trouble anymore. Boosie is free. Yes, he is. Boosie Hall. <laughs> I just want to say that... I personally don't care, but I'm happy for all of you that are happy. Yeah. And I don't want for you to, because, oh, girl, these niggas take Boosie seriously. And I don't want you to think that I just don't give a shit about this nigga. I just, I don't have the history Mm -hmm. as a fan that everyone else does. I know, like, Zoom and Independent and Wipe Me Down. Yeah. But I don't know Boosie like the way that other people may not know Like the stand, like like if Fresh was here? (laughs) Right, like if Fresh was here. Speaking of, I'll get to that in a second, but... Yeah, like, I feel like, you know, people may not connect with Trick the way that I do, mm-hmm. but Trick Daddy means a lot to me. Right. And so I get it. I get that. 
Um, I feel the same way about Carrie Underwood. I feel like when I talk to the general public, people don't really get it. But like, nigga, no, Carrie Underwood is everything to me. And I feel like that's cool. If you have that one artist that you just, nigga, you just go up for, then I completely agree with letting people have their moment. You don't have to understand it. You just got to sit the fuck back and let other people be happy. Like, it's really not that hard. So I had to Spotify me some boosie, bitch, because <laughs> I just had to get prepared for whatever it is. I mean, he really is everything. So if you don't like him, I don't know what's wrong with you. But if you don't, I've if you don't heard get Dyken. it, then that's... <laughs> I love they dyke in. And let me tell you, when I first heard it, my friends was like, oh, my friend was like, I don't want to play this for you because you know you be like all militant and everything. You going to be mad. And I was like, well, bitch, how bad could it be? And she played it for me. And I was like, no, this is actually everything. Like, <laughs> this was back when people had ringtones. I was like, make me a ringtone. <laughs> because I love they dyke in. But Boosie is just... I love him. I don't I don't stand for him at all, but I love his music. I've loved everything about him. He did a really great interview with Ozone before he was locked up I that y'all should I'll find on the internet because well. it's great. Because Julia Beverly was not in she was not invited to that dinner that Atlanta. Are we gonna did. talk about the press conference? Fresh was not invited. Oh well, I guess we are. They weren't doing this, you know, <laughs> like the people I don't know enough about that situation, but I know an, I know that the people who should have been at that press conference in that dinner were not invited for whatever the fuck reason. Right. Like, people from Baller Alert, people from Ozone, fucking fresh. Like, I mean, no shade, they had Angela Yee um, interview him or whatever, which is cool. You know, Angela Yee's doing her thing now, so I mean, I get, I feel like they tried to, like, when I think of mainstream people, it. Yeah, when I think of people in, like, the entertainment industry, like, as big of an umbrella as that is, and then I think of Boosie's like press conference and doing interviews and stuff. Like I just don't. I would think that you would find somebody who has a lot of experience in the music industry and or working in entertainment, but also really knows Boosie. Like right. because he's so not I'm, the kind of artist where you just listen to. This is not some pop bullshit, you know, where sixty other niggas wrote it and some and some bullshit girl just. I heard that too. Girl. And I just, I really, Boosie, I really want to know what Please that sounds don't. like. I just. I hope it was a joke. I really want to know what that sounds I'm like. I'm sure Justin has already sent him a message on Instagram direct. Like, listen. Listen. <laughs> I'm ready today. You know Justin Bieber is like, absolutely. You had to Google who Boosie was, but First he is all, down. Let's take a break from Boosie really quickly because I, when I was scrolling through things to talk about, I saw like a couple of clips of Justin Bieber being like interviewed Mm -hmm. by some prosecutor or some shit first I just want to say that not only is he a complete and utter asshole he is dumb like (laughs) dumb if you can find the like there like there were some clips on TMZ earlier and they were like asking him basic questions he is a stone cold idiot I think I saw that interview but I didn't actually click the video because I was so like I can't do it he's so douchey and like rude and just like thinks he knows it all he has the worst fucking attitude or he did in that interview anyway yeah. but then what made it worse is he is dumb like the interviewer <laughs> said something like okay let's get to the film here and he was like oh is this a film is this a film or I thought this was like footage of whatever is this a film and the man was like what you don't know what, what is- film is you dumbass he was like what other type of film is there like <laughs> some kind of question did he think he meant like- film like movie like- I think he felt like a film is he's dumb wow so like you gotta pick one you Ooh. either gonna be like strong and right 
or you're going to be wrong <laughs> and quiet. You can't be strong and wrong. It's the worst type of motherfucker to be. My read today is about people who are being strong and wrong. So listen. Foreshadowing. It's just, it's just amazing to me that you can get up and, like, Justin, just shut up. Just, just shut the fuck up. You have so much money. Why won't you go somewhere and enjoy it? I don't get that. If I had your money, I would say, fuck Oh, y'all. How many times do we have to say this? If I had that kind of money, you couldn't say shit Not to God, me. You can't say shit to me now, nigga. And I still work a full-time job. You can line 20 bitches up next and they can all say that they are pregnant <laughs> with my damn kids. Yeah. I don't give a fuck <laughs> about any of you hoes. <laughs> Wait pregnant though because <laughs> clearly you can say whatever you whatever want about me. you want say I it all <laughs> all that i need i have already got the grace and mercy of god come on i've got good friends huh. great family if you give me that money bitch when i tell you that i am invincible that's it anyway the millions justin bieber has gonna be like okay well you know what fuck this i'm gonna just go to the south of france or somewhere and just sit my ass down for like years i don't know why justin bieber is bothering Anyway, is that it? Is that like the so end of his story? Or, oh, yeah, oh. I just wanted to mention that he's like a really rude dumbass. Child, fuck Justin Bieber. Um, yeah, so Boosie's back and everyone is excited. So congratulations yeah. to all of you. I kind of don't know how I feel about it. I don't know enough about that case. But it's also another situation where I don't feel like it's far off. You should listen to Boosie's Fuck the Police. Is this a mixtape? It's... No, you should listen it's to it. Song? It's a song. Yeah. Okay. Call fuck. You should listen to that. It's very I, I really feel like that would be up your alley. I feel like you would enjoy No, I that. feel like I am going to love his music. Yeah. Because I mean, I'm a fan of a Miami artist by the name of Ball Greasy. You don't need to know anything about him or his music. The man's name is Ball Greasy. And if you are like from the trenches, like I am down <laughs> I'm South so County, first of all, his music's stunned. everything. I listen, I'm not judging. But, I mean, if I'm listening to, you know, Trick Daddy and talking about blowing smoking bitches assholes and stuff like that, I'm yeah. sure that I will enjoy right. his music. I just am not privy right. to his catalog the way that everyone else is. So I'm just happy that y'all niggas are happy and, you know, great. And every single one of you motherfuckers better buy Every goddamn <laughs> boozy product that is released. Yeah. All of it. If that nigga releases a chapstick, you better buy the five pack yes. and keep it goddamn moving. Absolutely. That's what I know. And I will. If you were standing for Boosie's release, then you ought to be first in line at Best Buy or whatever when his shit comes out. Hello? First to log on to iTunes. Good night. So, is that it? I think those are all of our stories this week. Yes, they are. All right, everyone. So, uh, I think we're very excited yeah. to have... Is this our first guest of 2014? Yes. Awesome. Okay, so we're bringing in, you know, our guest situation in a real <laughs> sophisticated and cute way. So listen, we have Sean Ross, model, actor, extraordinaire Amazing. in the building today. And first of all, thank you for coming. No, you thank know, you. That, well, I don't know if I've told you before, but I live for you and have for quite some time. <laughs> Those of you who do not know, Sean, ha can you give like give the people like a list? Because I really personally wanted you to like oh. run down. See, I was introduced to you through the Katy Perry video. Well, that's the thing. A lot of people don't like really, really know. But I mean, like just for like a, a list. I mean, usually when a lot of people always ask me like, you know, what is it that you have done? What have you done that is kind of like you know like we would know you from and i'm like oh shoot i'm like i don't feel like saying this right now <laughs> but i'm like i have worked with um the first project that i ever did work on was with katie perry mm -hmm. back in that was like 2009 
And uh, I was about like, I think 19 or 18. And I worked on that where I played like her male, like kind of like alien lover. Mm -hmm. And then after that, I did some like little like pop in and pop out kind of stuff with Beyonce with the party video. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, we know. Yeah. And then after that, it was just a lot of other things with like a different groups like um, Goldfields, which is very popular from Australia. And they signed with um, Capitol Records. You did the Lana Del Rey movie. Lana Del Rey just came. It was was crazy because Lana Del Rey came out the first week and the second week, my appearance with Beyonce and Pretty Hurts came out the second week. Right. So it was really like, oh, bumper to bumper. (laughs) (laughs) And you've walked in a lot of like major fashion shows and you all up and through Fashion Week. Your pictures are phenomenal. So like, how did you, was like, how did you get started in fashion? What inspired you to like, did you always have desire to work in fashion like as a career or did something kind of propel you to do fashion? Well, I mean, it's kind of crazy because I never ever like had this like thing um, for fashion. I mean, I've always known what fashion was. It's always been a pot up like a part of like my life in some type of way because my mom used to be a model back in like the early nineties, late eighties. And what's funny is that when my mom actually became pregnant with me, that's when her career stopped. And my career, it's like my career kind of happened. Okay. So it was like kind of oh, wow. like living through a vine kind of right. thing. And, you know, I never wanted to be a model, honestly. I mean, you know, we will talk about that more later on. But like, you know, growing up, you know, a person with albinism, mm-hmm. you never ever think that, you know, you can be something like a model because a model is something that society has painted to be like a perfect figure Mm -hmm. and you know when you're kind of being raised you're automatically like this not perfect figure you know you're being called names you don't look like everybody else around you you're asking yourself why do you look this way x y and z Mm -hmm. and it definitely was nothing that came across my mind but i always tell people don't get it twisted because i can definitely say that i always knew that i was going to be something great Okay, yeah, I think I can identify with that that way of thinking too. Sometimes I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Yeah, maybe ninety percent of the time I don't know what I'm doing. But you know that feeling of right. knowing that you're going to do big things. I know what you mean. So about um, albinism, you're known as the first albino male model. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay, work. Yes. So listen, tell us about growing up. Um, being albino and how that affects or how that has affected, you know, the turnaround. Did you, have you ever snapped on some people from the past maybe and said, look at me, bitch? Yeah. (laughs) You probably don't even have to though with the pretty hearts video. I know niggas will see that. I mean, that definitely has, that, that's something that has came, you know, but I mean, let's talk about the years before then Mm -hmm. without a doubt. I mean, I've definitely had my moments where I snapped on people, but then after a while, it's like, you know, that's kind of like what In My Skin I Win kind of became. Like, I feel like a lot of people make these anti-bullying campaigns. Mm-hmm. And all of these anti-bullying campaigns are basically about, like, you know, how you can, um, you know, stop bullies and, you know, so on and so forth. Forget about the bullies. Let's worry about, like, how do we build ourselves up? And that's basically when I started this movement on if you were to build yourself up, you would really notice that these bullies are actually nothing. And that's what I did when I was younger. It was Come like, on. you know, these these bullies, like, it's like, okay, cool, you can kiki here and there, but it's like, you really weren't anything when I really got to the nitty gritty and saw what you were really saying. Right. And then after a while, when you look at these bullies, you notice that they they become your fans, they become your friends uh, over, over time, and they kind of even apologize to you. So I would definitely say, like, you know, growing up and, you know, I would snap on people after a while. It didn't, it didn't, go, that, it didn't go that far. Yeah, it wasn't. 
it wasn't like necessary for you it wasn't necessary my mom used to snap on people and honestly i remember being Work, young because <laughs> my mom used to go off and i remember definitely like going and telling her like it got to a point where it was embarrassing to me because i could see my mom how she would be very upset and frustrated and i was like mom like chill like you can't go off. Why oh, just burp? That is disgusting. <laughs> Girl, I have child. to burp and cough. <clears throat> have a little cold. But You're fine. my mom used to basically like go off on um you know people when they would like look at me funny or say a whisper. I always tell my mom this: you can never ever go off anybody because you know I've been in the street and have somebody stare at me for like five minutes on a train and I just want to go like okay do, take a picture if it lasts longer. <laughs> but then. I remember one time I did go off on a guy and he was like, oh, he, he said something to me like, you shouldn't go off on people like that. You know, I was actually looking at you because I never seen nobody like you. And you're really interesting looking. I actually thought you were very, very beautiful. And that changed my perspective as a young person. Like, okay, until someone says something physically, you can't say anything back in that sense. You have to just, you know, be optimistic and think that everything that they're saying Ooh is kind how, of okay how positive of you i don't yeah. think i would be able to have like that positive of an outlook if people were constantly staring at me like i feel at me now right i feel like eventually <laughs> i would be like okay like that is fucking no like, <laughs> like may i okay, help you you've had your moment <laughs> like, like stop fries it. with that <laughs> right damn it anyway i admire that about you yeah that's really cool that you can you know have a uh, shit i'm working on optimism my damn self so have to, to have that that outlook is amazing so Tell us more about In My Skin I Win and what you're doing. A, a, is it TED Talk or is it TED? It's How TED. You, it's, I think okay. it's TED. Okay, we're just going to say TED, EBT. No, I'm saying TED. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be TED. Um, it, yes. it is a TED Talk, but basically I am. I, I was invited by um, TED Hackney. TEDx, basically, it is TED Talks, but what it is, it's um, TED um, all around the world because, you know, TED originally is in New York. Mm -hmm. So basically the TED organization out in Hackney in London invited me to come out there to basically be an inspirational speaker. And that was amazing to me because, I mean, I don't know if you guys can say the same, but I grew up on TED Talks, you know, watching a lot of people. Like, I remember I saw this one guy, he did a TED Talk and it was talking about how, like, he literally has no limbs, no arms, no legs. And it basically showed how he can fall down on the floor, but at the end of the day, he found a way to get back up. And that really inspired me. And it all, and it's a video that shows like him inspiring like actual kids mm -hmm. um, throughout the world. Like, wow, how is this man with no legs and no arms about to lift himself up? And he does it. And ever since I've seen that video, I'm like, oh, my God, I want to do that one day. But I'm like, these people are like older. They've been through life. I could never. And then, you know, here I am, 22 and doing a TED Talk. <laughs> that's, that's impressive as fuck <laughs> yeah that's very sophisticated and i aspire to you yeah. know but i i have to clean up my act a little bit more before i talk to people <laughs> do you get a lot of feedback from um fans who have something to say about like the the positive way that you have affected their lives do you get a lot of that feedback back from the people who yeah i fans? do i get a lot of stuff i mean i wish i could read some people's stuff on here but <laughs> i do get a lot of things um you know, uh, just like different, like I, I, I get so much stuff, like even like comments, like all kinds of crazy things, but they're not crazy to me. And some people would think that they're fake, but when you really read in depth with these people, like these, these comments, mm -hmm. they're like really like, you know, hi, you know, the one word that is that sticks out to me that if you go on my Instagram and you look through comments, it'll stick out a lot is the word inspire. And that's something that I've always wanted to do is that I don't want to be um, famous. I don't want to be popular. But I do want to do something in this world that is inspiring to people because at the end of the day, you know, I can follow trend, but trend dies. 
But if you find something that's greater, like inspiring people to do things like something that they thought was never there, mm-hmm. like that's something I, I like to do. I like to allow people to I like to show you that what you thought was not possible now is. And if you can show somebody that that's like priceless and timeless, yeah, you know, so with the the comments that I get there, all, all things you you inspire me. And this one guy from um, Mumbai. um, So like beautiful. OK, when mm-hmm. I'm talking about beautiful, like. Can be like she put on like banjo alert from him. I mean the trade, <laughs> <laughs> like beautiful. Um, he Slide was me that that Instagram handle when we right. I will, yeah. but he Follow. literally is like gorgeous. And I'm like, you look at this boy, and to the natural eye, you're like, damn, like you are gorgeous. And he literally told me he was like, honestly, up until I saw you and saw how confident that you were with yourself, like you, I, I, it was so many things about myself that I literally hated, even physical attributes. And I'm like looking like what. And then he wrote me a long message talking about like, you know, thank you for basically standing up for yourself because now, now because you stood up for yourself and I've seen that through social media, you know, cause social media is powerful today. He's mm-hmm. like, I now know how to stand up for myself as a 25 year old man, you know, wow. and, and that was, and that was amazing to that. me. I want to make a difference. Yeah, me too. You're making a difference. Look what you're doing. Like, but in you a know. good way. Maybe we yeah, should. Yeah, like, like a good way. <laughs> I, I mean, don't want to be like, oh my goodness. I want to make a positive but you, impact. But you're, you're, you're inspiring people with your own stuff. I mean, look at you. You're 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 an African American. How old are you? I'm 26. You're 26 years old. I mean, you. We, we obviously know that you're you're T. Shut is fine. up. Yes, tell him. <laughs> I mean, because but, he's but no, always Honestly, I mean, even for the people listening, like you're 26 years old. You're African American. You're from Miami. You moved to New York. You have your own podcast, and you're not you're not conforming to society what they need to hear on on radios. You're saying what you need to hear, and that's what's becoming okay. That's inspiring. Thank you can you. curse, you can Aww. you can you can go off, but that's inspiring. You're breaking boundaries. Thank I you. love this. I appreciate. So when that. you become real big and Angie Martinez famous, <laughs> don't get real. I'm like, listen, so girl, you're gonna do that that interview with me. <laughs> So listen, we have to talk about. Uh, well, let's just let's do Beyonce. Yeah, let's just, let's just dive right in there. Are you ready for let's some standing? Because I just first of all, <sighs> thank you for bringing her essence into the room. Yes, being Beyonce approved and then <laughs> approving of me, I just feel it like feels, my week is going. It in the just right direction. like things can't go wrong. And no. you're in here with your fantastic <laughs> shoes and outfit, and I just feel we have I to take mean, a picture. But anyway, no, yeah. Instagram. Listen. So, what is what is that process like of doing like these videos and working with her and like? Oh, man, these videos are they can be a lot, but you know, I'm I'm very grateful. <clears throat> I'm very grateful, you know, for doing every kind of project that I've done from Beyonce to Lana Del Rey to anything that I have even in the future. Um, but I'm, I'm, it's, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's wild. Cause I remember when I was younger, I, I used to like, okay, let me bring it, let me bring y'all way back actually. Let's go back to VCRs. Forget DVD players. <laughs> yes. Back when you would go and you wanted to learn a dance move. So you would tape it when it came on right. a park and okay. you would rewind, press <laughs> it, everything. And that was Beyonce. And I used to tell my mom, I used to be like, I used to be like one day, I'll never forget. I saw this video by, um, I think it was when, when, when P Diddy used to do, um, a music. Mm-hmm. And it was um, Get Smack Silly. Okay. Remember that song? Yes, I remember did something that. like that with the kids when the Harlem Shake came out. Yeah. And they had these kids in the video. And I was like, oh, I was like, I could do that. I want to be in a video just <laughs> like that. And <clears throat> Beyonce, you know, I remember when Beyonce was a Destiny Child and my grandfather, the first time Beyonce, when when they came out with, um, what was it? Pay my, pay my bills. Bills, bills. Yeah. Bills, bills. Um, my grandfather saw the video on TV and was like, 
that girl with the curly blonde hair, she gonna be something big. <laughs> Back in the day, I will never forget no, this. On the know. same on the same TV set that he has today, he said that girl is gonna be something big. And then, you know, where we're watching the years go by and Beyonce just becoming like this phenomenal um artist and like this like God, like literally, can we say G-O-D, you know? (laughs) And, you know, and he's like, look at her, I told you. Didn't I tell you? I told you. He's like, where's my money? Because I betted you. (laughs) And to see me work with her, I mean, Beyonce is, I mean, impeccable. But but besides Beyonce, I mean, like like Ty. I mean, you know Ty, but Mm -hmm. Ty is... But besides Beyonce, because you know a lot of people do know her for the work that he does with Beyonce, Be- Ty has actually taught me a lot of shit. He's so inspirational. Uh, so inspirational to the point where like <coughs> Ty's like that, like he's like that that like underrated inspirational. Like, yeah, we see you on Instagram, but y'all don't really know the half. Yeah, I really don't know the half. Like that man has like turned me like upside down, like on so many levels. I, I remember like the person that Ty met, he looks at me, he'd be like, oh, he, like we, we do like these little jokes. Like, he'd be like, oh, look at you now. Like, I love you. <laughs> I remember when I used to have to seal your mouth shut because you used to talk so goddamn much. Like, <clears throat> you know how Ty is, but he really, like, really ship-shaped me, like, you know, like, into this person, like, letting me know, like, you know, what my worth is. I will never forget one day, like, you know, Ty, um, I, I felt, I one day I felt really, really bad. And he was like, listen, he was like, you have to understand something. Like, you are really really like making you know a difference he was like you know even though i'm a good person but most of the my the people who pay attention to me is because of the person who i work for you know and you know people pay attention to you because of you and that's something that is really really big and you know i had to let him know like yo like yeah you know you work for beyonce and beyonce is a great person as well she's phenomenal but you are like a phenomenal person yourself like i say the same thing oh yeah. without a come on Ty, i'm a big fan of ty if i if he's I so used sweet to, i used to go off on Twitter back in the day, back way way back. <laughs> Didn't and, we all? <laughs> but after a while, he just just be like, you know, don't feed into that. Know what you your worth X Y and Z, and you know, he just really like helped me like even like say up. Listen, if you would have did an interview with me about like almost two years ago, I'd be on here cussing <laughs> and, and fem cunt this butch clean that. And it, it, but he really showed me like you know at the end of the day. Um, you are not your sexuality. You are a man. Um, you are not your color. You are a man. And, you know, he really showed me a lot of those things. And with meeting Beyonce, and, you know, Beyonce is, like, the... Like, she's known, like, best best woman in the world, beautiful <laughs> goddess of the century. And <laughs> for her, I remember the first time I met Beyonce, and she came up to me, and I walked in her car, and um, she said to me, she said, you are so beautiful. And when she said that, I was just like, <laughs> if anybody can see me hold my shit right now I was just like oh my god I cannot believe like you know Beyonce knows just said that I was beautiful because up until this point I always thought that I was ugly so it just inspired me all, all together yeah I mean if Beyonce That's says awesome. you're beautiful then you just are it's it just is a fact no, because no she said it point. right it, goes, it just doesn't right right directly <laughs> to the White House That's <laughs> it's, it's just it's law so let's talk about real quick about the fashion industry itself. What do you? You know, I know that you you briefly mentioned uh, Fashion Week, which is past, and right. I've never been involved in the Fashion Week. And Crystal and I, she we will be sitting with me next season. <laughs> well, hell, let's get it started. I'm trying to, you know. Crystal said before the show yeah. that you can be intimidated by fashion, just, but want to be stylish, right? Like I, I think <coughs> with 
Instagram and Tumblr and seeing everybody look so gorgeous. Not and Tumblr. <laughs> Tumblr. 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 <laughs> I don't know. But um, I just, like, I am one of those people who's looking at the fashion industry like, oh, wow, y'all are so nice, but that could never, like, I feel like I would never have that ability to be right. able to put things together. What do you say to people who are interested in fashion and interested in, like, not dressing purely out of Target or H&M, but they don't really know how to get started? Well, I mean, that's the thing to get started. Well, first of all, one thing that I can definitely say is, I mean, if you if you really want to get into it, the entertainment the entertainment industry to begin with is ugh, God. I'm gonna probably get like struck by lightning for saying this, but it's the truth. <laughs> the entertainment industry is a big illusion. Like that's what it honestly is. At the end of the day, like even down to fashion and models, it's all an illusion. And you know the real like key to that success, um, honestly, is really playing your cards right and really really hustling and really knowing like what you know you like really executing something like properly, mm-hmm. um, and, and and the way you really want like you have it in your head. Um, I don't, I don't, I honestly don't go against people who can't afford, you know, the big designers like, you know, Givenchy, Balenciaga, Proenza, you know, but you, if you can, you can go get a Proenza look for, for Mazzara or, uh, H&M. I mean, fashion stylists, um, <clears throat> pull things from all kinds of different things. You know, you can mix a look with thrift, a thrift piece mm-hmm. to going to Topshop, honestly, or Zara and going in, buying a clothing and simply not taking that tag off and returning it. <laughs> no, it's a, but it's the truth, though. You have to honestly, at the, at the end of the day, you have to really like bargain yourself and really know at the end of the day, like how to really do it. I mean, look at Holly Berry. Holly Berry, I think I heard a story how Holly Berry used to live in New York and had no money. And she used to basically like um, work, I think, like on like some news kind of thing before getting paid nothing. And she would do it for the longest time just to pay her bills until one day somebody said, hey, you like you could be an actress. Mm-hmm. And, you know, gave her the opportunity. And I have a lot of, um, you know, stylist friends that are just like that where I've seen them go through the credit card scams. And when I say credit card scams, I don't mean about them pulling scams, meaning that, like, you know, if you're a stylist and you actually are pulling from a showroom and you have makeup or something on a product, that comes out of your card. Uh-huh. So just imagine, like, Jesus. literally only just imagine having a credit card and mm-hmm. all you have in your credit card now is all, all you have on your account is $100. And you literally pulled over a thousand dollars worth of like clothing, and one of the pieces is marked at three fifty, and that gets lipstick on it. You now own that three fifty price, <laughs> and you now owe your credit card two fifty because you only had a hundred in the bank. Jesus, right. you know, so it's it's really really wild. But I I would never ever you know people we we're, we're the we're the leading generation. That's what I say. Like we definitely are the leading generation. Like I mean, look at you. Like look at what you're doing. Look at what you're doing. And I think a lot of people need to understand that we are in a generation that we are making the impossible, not just possible, but extremely possible. Come on. You know, so I, I definitely can say that fashion is very intimidating. I do. But I do believe with you. I do. I, I do. Because it is intimidating. But fashion don't intimidate me. If you honestly see like the minds of some of these people, like they're like so small minded at times. And it's like you just look at them, even people who like to have simple authority, like the the security at Lincoln Center. <laughs> like girl you you yeah. really about to be the security for the all this week and go back in your house waiting for work to come again right. it's like you know you, you you have to honestly like decipher and really get into people's minds i'm like oh okay i get it why yeah. you're doing this at this moment yeah. right i agree with you okay well listen tell us more about how we can find out about uh more information on in my skin 
I win and everything else that you're doing. Yeah. Is there anything else that you're working on that people might not know? Do you want to give us an exclusive? I can't give no secrets of movies that are coming <laughs> okay. out next year. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I mean, I'll take that little, I'll take that little drop. Have you met Blue Ivy? Huh? I have met Blue before. Oh, God. Oh, God. Met, wait, oh wait, 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 wait. Oh get into this. Get into the scandal, though. I'm actually really busy. And you know what's funny? I haven't met Blue in a stage that a lot of people haven't met her in the belly. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have actually. I touched. I remember the first time. I remember the first time I touched B's belly in London. I was like, oh, I can't believe you're pregnant. Like, oh my god! <laughs> I was. I went to her. I was like, Are you really? And she's like, Yes. And she like grabs my wrist and puts it on her belly. I'm like, Oh shit! Oh my like, god! You're really pregnant. And it was just. So you just felt the cosmic energy of Blue Ivy like yeah. flowing into your body. That's amazing. Yeah, but that girl is, I mean, we can get on that for a moment too. Like just the <laughs> fact that I love Jay-Z and Beyonce are such good parents. Like they really are. Like, yeah. I mean, honestly, like they are such good parents. Even the fact that they way they raised their daughter. Like one thing I loved about them that, I mean, I always said that I would do if I had kids is that I don't want my children to have like, um, like gender role. You know, like Blue gives it all. She gives you like femme one day. She gives you like, <laughs> Tim. She gives you Tim. She gives you baggy pants. She's like, I'm feeling real like just uh, today. And I just love that. You know, you see her in so many different elements. And yeah. that's what makes a real true star is the fact that you can blend within multiple elements. All right. And and kill all of them. And Hello. basically kill all of them. Yeah. So where can people reach out and follow you and the like? Well, my Instagram is at Shondi Ross, which is S-H-A-U-N-D-R-O-S-S. <laughs> and, you know, um, also following I, on, on my Instagram, I have more information about In My Skin I Win within the link, which is also sponsored by Fundly, which is a, a great um, platform for people who want to sponsor ideas yeah. and all things of that nature. Um, for people who can't get approved by Kickstarter. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that's where I am right now until further things pop off. Okay. Okay. Well, that's awesome. Thank you so much, Sean. Thank for you. Coming Thank you for coming through. Read. This is so exciting. Yes. I feel like you brought like a nice like mix of spice. Well, I'm honored. I'm your first guest for the year. Yes. yes. Honey, I'm getting that tattooed on my ankle. <laughs> 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 I'm getting the date in the, in the show. <laughs> so, yes, y'all, it's Sean Ross on The Read. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. So, y'all, don't forget, as always, we're being sponsored by one of our faves, Hulu Plus. If, as always, if you go to HuluPlus.com slash The Read, you'll get an extended free trial and access to thousands of hit TV shows and movies in the living room or on the go with your smartphone or tablet. These are shows including SNL, Jimmy Kimmel Live, Shark Tank, and, of course, Scandal. You guys can also check out exclusive content, including Hulu originals like The Wrong Man's and Behind the Mask, which is Hulu's new docuseries that takes you inside the world of sports mascots, which is something I personally am very interested in. And you get access to a collection of ad-free movies and kids' content. Hulu Plus is only $7.99 a month, but, of course, we are hooking you guys up with a free two-week trial. So head on over to HuluPlus.com slash The Read. This is a special offer just for our listeners. And I've seen lots of people talking about them, trying it out and enjoying it. So go to HuluPlus.com slash three and get your life. And now let's continue our show. Okay. Well, let's get to, um, what do we want to do? Letters. Okay. So, um, as always, email your questions to ask three to gmail.com. It'll be fine. Okay. And <laughs> so we have an update from Big Red. 
the girl who was dating this boy on the internet and he wanted her to come see him and she didn't really have the money for it. She was um, unemployed and he was like pressuring her to come. Oh yeah, okay, I remember, I remember. So she um, wrote us a very, very long letter. Um, And basically she confronted him about why he was kind of pressuring her to come out there and they had a huge blow up about it and they no longer speak and she is washing her hands of these fuck boys and she ain't got time for this bullshit because when she like when she brought it up he was like I mean now I feel like you just if you had managed to hustle and come out here then I would have done the world for you but since you didn't do it it's not even worth it and all this so she was like I ain't got time for this bullshit. I'm washing my hands Look of this misogynistic behavior. Dumbass niggas. What goes around comes around. Like Kid Fury said, it's the Lord's last laugh. He may not wreck your set when we want him to, but he's <laughs> always going to drop kick that ass on time. That's it. So thank you so much for that update, Big Red. Um, and of course, you guys send your questions to asktherita at gmail.com. Let's move on. In the interest of time, I think maybe we'll only do a couple this this week. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. So our first one. Oh, also, we got a letter from somebody named A A A Wolf. I don't know. It's A O I F E. Okay. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna call you A. He's from Dublin, and he said that American whites maybe didn't watch Moesha, but goddamn it, they got Moesha <laughs> in Ireland, and they lived for it <laughs> because there were literally no black people in school, so they were like super exotic and like everybody just lived for Moesha in Dublin niggas (laughs) and he said it absolutely needs to come out on DVD completely agreeing with you on that so okay let's let's go on our first letter comes from Rose and she says hi Kid Fury and Crystal you can call me Rose because that's not my real name (laughs) I'm 20 years old and I live in the DC area (laughs) about two months ago I met this guy through social media not Twitter and we really hit it off <laughs> I love how people are like yeah, I love maybe that social that. media but not Twitter look bitch I have bad. standards right shit <laughs> we really hit it off we're around the same age and have similar interests he lives within a 15 mile radius so I could easily visit him we've met twice already once at his job and the second time on our first date uh-huh. however our, as our conversations have shifted from casual to sexual and I've told him <laughs> I felt that's always an awkward point. Always, like ugh. every time. It's like so. I mean, eventually we have to talk about yeah the sex. I just mm. let's just go. So <laughs> okay, I told him I felt as if he just wanted a fuck buddy or friends with benefits, and I wasn't here for it. He got offended and basically said that he's a sexual person but sex isn't his motive with me I really like him and this has the potential of being something more than casual conversation but it was never made clear exactly how he feels he has a very bad habit of not answering my texts for weeks at a time when I confronted him about it come on he said he just likes to have some alone time I don't know what Uh, the hell that's supposed to mean Game, but it's got me thinking that he's just not that into me I'm not sure if I'm right but I really want to be with him please help he's playing the game sweetie absolutely if that nigga really wanted to be with you 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 would not be going weeks without an unanswered text ladders candy (laughs) land spades this nigga is playing the game and sweetheart (laughs) I'm gonna have to give you you listen I'm so sorry girl but no like just yeah, no. no he's playing with you girl I don't know what all of that is about but listen that's one of those red flags that you get 
um, when you're, you know, coming into fuckboy territory. Yeah. It's like one of those, so, you know, like in those like old horror movies, they would have like the sign on the way to the haunted house that says, turn back, bitch, don't do it. Right. That's what this is. So turn <laughs> back, bitch, don't do it. Okay. So I just, mm, I don't even really know if I can go build off of that at all because it's like you're getting this like, huge red flag. Yeah. Gigantic. And it's, it, I don't even know why you would want to be with somebody who doesn't reply to your text. If he don't do it now, he for ain't going to do it with, for weeks. Talk about he wants some alone time. Nigga, in what? A capsule? <laughs> <laughs> he wants you to take your drawers off or he has no interest. In t- like, it just... If he's a nice guy up until a point and then you talk about sex and he stops being nice, he's not a nice guy. He's a dickhead. So, and if you're not giving him what he wants, he's definitely getting it from somebody else. And once you give it to him, odds are he'll just be done talking to you anyway. I mean, yeah. maybe not. Maybe not, but, but I wouldn't risk it if yeah, I Yeah, I wouldn't either. It's not even worth the damn time if he's already being stupid. So, right. that. Okay. Our next letter comes from Jan. And Jan says, one of my best friends and I are on the outs. We were super close and always looked out for each other. He came over to my house during the holidays to bring me dinner from his home, and I was just lounging, so I ran downstairs really quickly to collect it. Work lounging. I had on a ratty old t-shirt, sweats, and a head tie, so I looked a complete mess. As soon as I sat down in the car and took the container, he snapped a a picture of me. I asked him to delete it immediately, but he just giggled and proceeded to head over to Instagram. I started to get upset and told him that I wasn't kidding and that I wanted him to delete it. As his finger found its way to the upload button, I stormed out of the car. When I got upstairs, he called me and yelled and that I have a bad attitude. I tried to explain to him that as my friend, if he saw that I was getting upset, he should have just deleted it and gave a shit about my feelings instead of trying to embarrass me for likes or comments. He got even more upset asking if that's what I really thought of him and our friendship. Yeah. I also tried to explain that I don't know his followers and someone can take my picture and turn me into a meme. And he explained that he would never let anyone violate me as if he can control these things. Right. I think I have a great what? sense of humor. And if this joke was amongst what? friends, I would not have cared. But social media is a whole other beast. We haven't spoken in months and I don't take the Internet too seriously. But Shit. I think that he crossed the line, especially trying to flip the blame on me. Am I wrong? By the way, I, I still know. ate I still ate the plate and it was delicious. No sense <laughs> in me being hungry and upset. Damn right. Shit. Look at you with your priorities in order. That's Absolutely. The what is this person Don't have to Jen. You know what, Jen? I fuck with you. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I don't play that <laughs> bullshit either. And Crystal can attest. Listen, we have like, we right. have like a rule with us where if we take a picture of, if I take a picture of any of my friends or us, right. each other, we don't post it unless the person says, I'm okay with yeah. that. Like, it's just and a we rule. Have, I don't know how many pictures or and videos I have in here of you that I think are just hilarious and vice versa. Yeah. But if Crystal is like, no, absolutely the fuck not. I as much as then I it's want, not going. It's just not going. And on that's the something that all of our friends agree with. Like if you if you took a picture of me, you're not allowed to post that to the <laughs> world without my permission. Like you just aren't. It's totally different if somebody random on the street does it because you don't know that nigga and you can't control what they do. But your own friend can't even give enough of a fuck about you. And you looked toe down like and he knew it. He wanted everybody to laugh at you looking toe down. But everybody not going to laugh at you in a loving friend way like your friend will. Like we could talk about each other looking raggedy as fuck. And I'm not going to feel no kind of way about it. But if some random motherfucker on Instagram is talking about how raggedy my friend looks, I'm going to be mad about it. Like I'm going to have an attitude. So I completely understand right. where you're coming from. And I don't for him get to be like I would never allow. Blah, blah, blah. What the fuck? What are you talking about? How you going to stop somebody from taking a screenshot and then turning me into one of these dumbass memes that niggas put on Instagram? All how day? are you going? How Do are you? you- Going think to that do it. most of those memes are like they that people start 
those things thinking, oh, this is going to be right. like that girl. That People don't girl, volunteer to be in memes. People don't know. We feel in a Do you think that Chloe's parents expected for her to put Come for, that, for everybody to put that little baby's face on all these damn pop album covers and shit? Do you think Raven Simone knew that you niggas was gonna be twisting her words as a three year old on the goddamn Cosby? I really wish y'all would stop putting words First in all, Olivia's mouth. That was funny for maybe a week. Maybe a week. And it is still happening. Ugh, like, Which is ridiculous. Niggas is lame anyway, and old and tired. If but, you couldn't resp- I don't even it's like if you want to take all the depth or whatever out of it, just a simple fact that you're my friend and I said that I didn't want that picture to be up, up on there. It should have never gotten to upload anything. That should have never said, it should have never said processing or finishing up or whatever the fuck Instagram says. <laughs> it should have never gotten that damn far. It should have never even made it to filters because you are my friend and you have expressed that you do not want this shit on the internet and that's it. Yes. And for him to try to turn it around and put the blame on you is just so raggedy and stank. Like, Ugh. exactly like that nigga needs to apologize period I do like, think if this is one of your closest friends then this is a situation where y'all should talk, talk. because it's dumb to end a friendship over, over this. this it's really fucking stupid but if stupid. he couldn't respect that then I would just it's maybe I mean months have passed <laughs> right but if he can't respect how you feel about that then I think it's probably one of those situations where you just look at a person differently and if you choose that you want to keep them in your life then you know better for you know at that point but that is something that I I definitely understand why you would not be speaking to each other because that's right. stupid it's and fucking fuck petty mm-hmm. what the fuck no <laughs> okay well there should be like a purge day where you know for 12 hours one day you can post all of the no (laughs) not if you're my friend you will never have if you niggas are listening i just want you to know there will never be a day where you can go in the depths of the archives of your camera roll and put up that but every now and then i'll send like a picture that i took to you Mm -hmm. like there's this video of us in the car i believe we were both drunk and we were like slap boxing or something. It's what? the funniest thing in the world. I don't even remember this. I will show you when we're done. When was this? I don't know. We were wasted. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that I don't even remember this happening. Like, you're going to see why you don't remember. Okay. We were fucked up. <laughs> all right. Well, that's really all the time we have for letters today because we had a very special guest. So, as always, ask the read at gmail.com with your questions. Crystal and... is going to France. That is, we have to get the hell out of here. So and so let's... we will be back. So, everyone, do not forget, we're still being sponsored by the awesome folk over at Audible. And as usual, if you go to audiblepodcast.com slash read, you will get your a free audiobook of your choice and a free 30-day trial membership. So, why not? They've got over 150,000 titles to choose from, from fiction, nonfiction, bestsellers, every category imaginable. Free apps for iPhones, Androids, and Windows phones. Yes, I'm so thankful for Audible because, like Kifiri said, I'm about to get on a very long flight and I am excited to have lots of different audiobooks to choose from. Remember, there are so many different options through Audible. They've got immersion reading on the Kindle Fire that lets you listen and read at the same time and highlights the text as you read along with the narrator. Whisper Sync for Voice lets you switch back and forth between your Kindle and your audiobook without losing your place or a word. So go ahead over to audiblepodcast.com slash read and sign up now you will get a free audiobook of your choice and a free 30-day trial membership and with their great listen guarantee you absolutely cannot go wrong all right so that's audiblepodcast.com slash read go get your life and get your read on i tried to do something cute there i love Let's get it back to the show all right so it's time for us 
to read and finish this girl up, sweetheart, you have got to go have your course. I do. And actually, I don't even know if I want to. You know what? Yes, I will. This is going to be short and sweet. (laughs) Fuck y'all. I don't have time for an essay today. I just wanted to point out that I was going to offer to go first. But yeah, I'm, I'm just going to I have a, a flight to catch and I'm nervous about arrival time at the airport. So <laughs> it just mm. but anyway, yeah. Waste your time. <laughs> so but anyway, um, I just I don't normally comment on emails that we receive and I'm certainly not going to sit here and read the email in its entirety. But we got an email from someone. Can you get it together? <laughs> we got an email from someone who looked <laughs> Who listened to the live show? We hope you guys enjoyed the live episode, our one year anniversary. Um, Thank you again. That shit was fun. Yes, it was really fun. We had a great time. But someone who listened to that episode went off on a tirade, nigga. I mean, a multi paragraph fucking report. Yes, it was a think piece in the read inbox. It was extremely detailed. It was halfway intelligent. It was it was (laughs) it was was amazing. And it was all about how this person can't stand me, which okay, that's fine. I don't really care about that. But they felt like I was being really racist to this white audience member at the read and how dare I say these things to this white man and I'm the reason that all the black people were kind of like getting riled up and I was dismissive of this white person's feelings and the person that they (laughs) were referring to is black as fuck. Right? (laughs) so I just like I'm reading this email right and I'm just scrolling paragraph by paragraph in utter disbelief that somebody has written this fucking thesis on how racist I am to this white person who is not white so to you random Columbia student or employee I just want you to know you you have absolutely got to focus on not being strong and wrong Kid Fury (laughs) touched on this earlier you can be strong and right or you could be quiet and wrong, but you absolutely cannot be strong and wrong at the same goddamn time. Because, honey, you and your bullet points and your evidence and your receipts and you backed up with your facts and your figures and all that <laughs> shit. All of it was goddamn mute, mute, moot. Look, you got me mad. Moot as fuck. <laughs> because the response. person you were referring to is black. black. And then your response. I emailed this person back. I usually don't, but. She responded and said, hi, the person you're referring to is black. Have a nice night. Crizzle. That was it. It was this long email. It was so deep. And if you were like, if you knew what you were talking about, it may have been like, like, I would have been like, okay, I respect your feelings and I understand. Okay, fine, whatever. But it was like, it's incredibly ironic if right. you call anyone racist or are like not sensitive to race or whatever when what was it that made you assume that this person was white to begin with like you heard the sound of his voice and assumed he was white which is where you fucked up so actually right like uh, everything you said to me i'm sure when you got that reply you were just like wow hmm, i feel dumb and you should have (laughs) hopefully you won't make that mistake again certainly not where like in the presence of somebody else where people can actually see your face crack when you find out how fucking wrong you were i just need you niggas to make sure you know what the fuck you talking about before you open your mouth that was so funny that's all that's my read so funny yeah okay good moment um so this read goes out to men who overshare with their hoe activities now listen Mm-mm-mm. i don't know if this is i i've noticed this happens mostly when i talk to straight guys okay 
I don't know if it's part of your, you know, culture or manly. I don't know what it is. Um, I've always found that straight men who go out of their way to talk about pussy to someone who's openly gay, I usually find that they have a hidden desire there that we don't need to talk mm. about. But either way, the DL video, 2014, we'll get there. Listen. Oh. <laughs> Listen, I'm giving myself this whole year, bitch. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. Anyway, that's besides the point. Um, I just don't like when guys, like, first of all, the the term, I know I made a joke about side bitch or side chick, mm-hmm. but it's not even really the term side chick, main chick, all that stuff that bothers me because it's shit that actually happens. It's the fact that we kind of just accept it as something that takes place. Right. It's just, like, it's just normalized, like... Like, even women at this point are just like, you just the side bitch. You just the side chick. Girl, everybody does a it. chick on the side. You're not mad about that? Like, so... I'm the main bitch. You see me over here, whatever. You just the side chick. But girl, he, he's been dipping his, his penis on other women. He's been... You're not upset. Anyway... <laughs> I feel like I don't know if it's because we're, like, normalizing this whole side chick, main chick thing, but... I've had one too many conversations with straight guys who will just be talking about women, which women are awesome. Women are beautiful. Great. But I don't know why you why certain men feel comfortable speaking about women in such horrible derogatory ways to some of the somebody that they do not know. Like not every man is entertained by your whole shit. Not everybody wants to hear about you know, your main girl and she don't know about all these other bitches and well serves that bitch right because she didn't cook your steakums on time. And so now you got a whole laundry list of girls and this one sucks dick the best. And also, I don't want to hear about that shit, bitch. Leave me the fuck alone. Okay, hop on a fucking magic carpet and ride your ass right down to the free clinic, bitch, because I don't, I'm not concerned about your hoe activities. Leave me the fuck out of it. Now, if you want to be out here fucking everybody and doing whatever the fuck and treating women like garbage fine and there's tons of gay men who do it too so i'm not gonna stick to just straight guys but if you want to do that fine but do not assume that because i'm a guy like i want to hear that it's, it's not right. a conversation i'd much rather talk about food or <laughs> you know possible money for me i'd like to talk about more food um, we could talk about Beyonce's album. We could talk about all of the ways that God is good. I don't want to talk about your list of hoes. I'm not interested. And in fact, you shouldn't even feel comfortable to admit to people that you're a hoe. But you know what? We always call women hoes and we don't call men hoes. Shit. So it's like men are just, a, it's like they're comfortable with admitting that they have like all of these hoes. Right. <laughs> it's just because no one ever says, hey, Nigga, you a hoe. It sounds like <laughs> some hoe shit. And it's not something that I would be too, you know, comfortable discussing. The fact that you have a roster of hoes makes me feel like you're a hoe. It just does. Keep that shit to yourself or talk to your other hoe friends that are interested in all of your hoe stuff and you guys can, you know, stick together like dogs. I don't give a fuck. So anyway, that is my read. I love it. I'm done. Um, so yeah, this is the read.com, Twitter and Facebook. Yes. Twitter and Facebook. This is the read. This is the read. Kid Fury and Crystal and AngryOptimist.com and YouTube. Crystal is about to go and be. I'm going to Paris. So. (laughs) I don't know. 
I'm just, going to Paris. And I'm going to Atlanta. So where are we out this bitch? Yeah. And we will see y'all next week. And as always. Yes. What's our acronym? <sighs> okay. Tostones. <laughs> bitch. Because, you know, I'm feeling very, you know, uptown today. Okay. Yeah. Tostones. And my prayers and love go out to all the people in the oh explosion this morning. Yeah, that was just... Jesus. That was terrifying. Really scary and just, yeah. I definitely had to call my parents and let them know that I was uh, like, Yeah, like seven family members hit me up like, uh, what is this? So, Oh, and happy birthday to my daddy. Oh, Yay. You're not going to be listening to this because I have told you not to. So <laughs> if you are... What is going on? <laughs> but thank Turn you for it being off. It's too late. Awesome and not necessarily, you know, understanding me fully, but not treating me any differently than your son. You're awesome and I love you. And we're done. We out this bitch. <laughs> Bye. Hey, y'all. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. So if you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue and give your family and friends the holiday treats they deserve, then you need to get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. As for me, I'm very qualified to help y'all learn how to maybe start journaling every day to get your thoughts out and improve your mental health or... I could teach you how to get on the nerves of every man in a five-mile radius. I'm an expert at that. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online courses. You can start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and then tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content that your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. It's up to you. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Just head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash read to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash R-E-A-D. Let them know Kefir and Crystal sent you. At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom, crop out, yada yada. And bye. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and nada yada yada. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. Switch Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T-Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days.